Hello and welcome to season three of Family Twist, a podcast about DNA surprises, found family, and amazing adoption stories. I'm Kendall Austin Stulse, and my partner is Corey Stulse. We've had fabulous guests during seasons one and two. We're sharing stories of people who identify as NPEs, also called not parent expected, others who found out they were donor conceived and have surprise siblings, and even others with unique family twists. We started this podcast to spotlight Kendall's adoption story and his discovering both sides of his biological family in 2017. So if you're just finding the podcast, we encourage you to start with episode one to learn more about Kendall's journey. Thank you for listening. Our guest today on Family Twist is Ryan Pezzavento, and Ryan has a very interesting DNA story for us today. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Ryan. Thank you. How you doing? Yeah. So I feel like um, this all started for you when you discovered that the man who raised you was um, not your birth father, correct? That's correct. He raised me for 25 years of my life. He was very much a dad and as much of a dad as anyone could hope for. Hmm. Very nice. So then how did you find out that he wasn't your dad? So he passed away in June of 2018. Um, I was at my mom's helping her clear out a bunch of stuff so they could sell the house, getting some paperwork onto digital files. I came across some documents um, that showed um, a bunch of different options for donors. I'm looking at this. I see donor 60, donor 30, all these different numbers. I'm not sure what's going on. I flip through more pages. I find a specific donor, donor 690, and there was a lot more information about him. And turns out that um, that's the donor that my parents chose. And this was at three in the morning that I'm seeing this. So I'm not even 100% sure if this is real or what's going on with this. But I confronted her the next morning and uh, kind of threw the paperwork in front of her. Um, we had a, a very long talk about it, lots of emotions and stuff. Um, but yeah, she admitted that hmm. they used it, they used his sperm. It wasn't something that they talked about back in her day. Um, I know that a lot of donation places actually even like threatened parents to never tell their kids or to not take a DNA test. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Were you angry? I mean, uh, that you were finding out that way? Uh, yeah. Angry that I found out that way for sure. Um, you know, I'm fine with it now, but at first I was just, you know, angry that this was something that was hidden from me for 25 years. Um, right. But, you know, looking back, um, all these discoveries I've made since then, I'm glad. I think I've found it out at the right point in my life. Mm. Okay, good, good. Mm. Did your mom say why, you know, obviously there'll be opportunities as you become an adult to, to share this, why they, they, she didn't share this with you? And I guess if you hadn't found that, maybe you still wouldn't know. Yeah, uh, I probably wouldn't. Um, although I think that at some point in the past five years, I would have taken a DNA test just for just for informational purposes and would have found out then. And a lot of my other siblings found out that way as well. So that's also another way I would not want to have found out. Um, but like I said, I think I found out at the right time in my life. It's just at first I was kind of angry about everything for probably a few months. Right, right. So was that the reason you decided to take the DNA test? Because you wanted to find out, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I really wasn't too familiar with DNA testing um, before all this. Um, I knew about like ancestry and stuff, um, but then somebody told me about 23andMe. Uh, so I had that test delivered and six weeks later, I've got a bunch of crazy results. Um, there were, <laughs> there were probably about 12 to 15 siblings at the time. Um, some of them were on 23andMe, some of them were on Ancestry, and a few were on a donor sibling registry, which um, was kind of the first website to come out for that, and it's still uh, maintain the anonymity of the donor. You just use the donor number to find out siblings. Okay. Um, so that was what they used before DNA testing. So there were a few from that. And then once 23andMe and all that came out, a bunch of people started doing it and finding out this. Wow. So were you, I mean, going into this, what were you, what were you expecting? Like, you know, oh, there might be a couple of other, you know, half siblings out there. Yeah. Uh, two or three. Maybe yeah. maybe five max, but uh, no, there were there were like I said like fifteen at the time, and there's there's a new one or a new two every couple months, especially after the holiday season when everybody gets DNA kits for Christmas. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Here's a new sibling for you. Right. <laughs> or or several. Right. Wow. Yeah. Goodness. Yes. So. Did you, um, once you got these results and saw that there was like 15 half-siblings out there, did you start reaching out, or what was your next step? Yeah, actually, the first person I reached out to, her name is Kate, um, and she actually lives 25 minutes away from me now. At the time, mm -hmm. she lived an hour away, um, but we met uh, pretty quickly, um, developed a great friendship. She also has a brother that she grew up with, that, and they use the same sperm. Um, so she showed me a picture of our sperm donor and invited me into a Facebook group that we have. Um, and that's where I kind of got my first introduction. Um, and then actually a week later, our sperm donor actually joined that Facebook group as well. So wow. I didn't, didn't think that I would be able to find out who he was, but then sure enough, a week later, there he was. Wow. Do you have a relationship with him? I mean, aside from Facebook? Um, I would say it's it's more of a professional relationship. Um, I I can't say how much other people talk to him. I'm not really sure. But I'd say that I have asked him a lot of questions, um, gotten a lot of answers from him. Um, so it's kind of just okay. like an informational relationship, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Has anyone talked about, like, was he surprised how many um... – how many kids he's got out there? <laughs> uh, well, no, uh, he wasn't. Um, several years ago, he first told us um, after he joined the group that uh, Biogenetics, which was the main lab we used, um, had successfully given him, or he had successfully gave a, 74 mothers a pregnancy. Now, that can include um, triplets and twins, because we do have a couple sets of those. So we were thinking, okay, maybe the total number's around 80. Now, a couple years later, I'm talking to him, and it comes out that Biogenetics told him that halfway through his time donating. So that mm. number could be double, could be up to 150. Wow. Oh, boy. Wow. But the, 
71 confirmed right now. Correct. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is there, and this is maybe a strange question, but have you ever worried that you could accidentally date one of, you know what I'm saying? Depending on where these people live. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, so that is something that became increasingly uh, more of a, um, I became increasingly more scared of that as time went on, as more keep people kept joining. And then I have two sisters that live in Pittsburgh. They went to high school together, same grade, same group of friends. They knew each other. And they didn't find out they were sisters until a couple years ago. Right. So wow. that could have happened to any one of us. I mean, we're scattered. Right. We're scattered pretty well across the country, mostly, mostly on the east. But one of my worst nightmares is seeing an ex of mine show up in my DNA profile. Right. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. Goodness. Wow. How active is the Facebook group that you guys maintain? Um, it's, I mean, it's not like something posted every day. Um, when we find a new sibling, they'll introduce themselves in there. We'll give them a welcome post. Um, sometimes I'll do these like surveys, like your favorite color or allergies, your heights, you know, and a lot of us have a lot of similarities when it comes to that, <laughs> as well as our looks. Wow. Have you been able to sort of form sibling relationships? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've met 10 in person. Um, there's several more that I'm planning to meet actually in June. I'm doing a little road trip. Um, I could meet up to seven of them. Uh, and yeah, I talk to a lot every day. We've got different group chats of different people um, with different interests and stuff. And then we, you know, like each other's posts on Facebook, all that stuff. So, but yeah, uh, and especially Kate, Kate is one of my best, is my best friend now and my sister. Um, and I'm actually going to be uh, best man at her wedding for her, for my future brother-in-law. Um, oh, very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So you mentioned um, there's, there's twins, there's triplets out there. Um, what are any other big surprises? Um, there's a couple sets of twins. Um, I think there's two sets of triplets. Um, I don't, as far as we know, as of now, there's nothing more, no quadruplets or anything that we know of yet. <laughs> What's the age range of your siblings? I believe it's 22 or 23 to 33. Okay. Yeah. He donated, I believe, from like 1989 to 1999, somewhere in there. Mm. Do you know whether biogenetic uh, would, do, do they still have some of his that could be used or? Well, um, they shut down, I think. Um, okay. They had, uh, I think, four different locations, the main one being in New Jersey which is where most of us are from, that one shut down. Um, I have a sister in Wisconsin that said that the one up there burned down. Um, wow. So it's kind of like, it's almost like they were doing something unethical. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. So, mm -hmm. and, and that's the case with a lot of other donor conceived people that I've come into contact with. 
um, just their facilities just don't exist anymore. Hmm. Wow, that's uh, kind of scary. Yeah, but we we definitely thought that um, after he was done donating in around '98 or '99, they could have kept some more of his samples. Yeah. Right, right, right. Has anyone asked him, or has he said like why he donated so frequently? Um, he, it was, he just wanted to help people. That's, that was his answer. Mm -hmm. You know, he wanted to help families that were unable to conceive and he had some good genes that, uh, people were quite in favor of. Hmm. Wow. Now, does he have children of his own that he's raised? Yeah. He's got three, uh, sons with his high school sweetheart. Oh, oh wow. Hmm. Okay. So they're they're your half brothers too. Yeah. yeah. Are, are are they aware of the situation that you know he, he's, that they've got a lot of siblings out there? Or um, he told me that, or well, they all discussed that they've known um, since like you know they were as young to, as they could understand, like I guess twelve, thirteen. Um, he was always very proud of it, and so was his sons. You know, it was something that he was very open about. And that's now transferred over to us with this discovery is him being very open with us, which is something that's, that's, that's not easy to find with many donors. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Have you or, or any of your siblings been in contact with his three boys? I've talked to one of them a few yeah. times. The other two are kind of reserved. Okay. Hmm. I, I assume. I mean, I don't, I don't know their situation. I can't speak for them. Sure, sure. I guess it would be a little bit unusual, you know, just growing up with brothers and then, you know, realizing that there are all these strangers out there that you're, you know, yeah. related to. Yeah, I, I definitely would think that their side of the story is, is, could be similar in some ways, but also much different from the other side mm -hmm. of things. What kind of similarities uh, do you share with Kate? Uh, well, people definitely can tell we're siblings um, whenever we're, we have a picture online like oh you guys look exactly alike she's got long blonde hair and no beard of course <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah our a lot of our i mean between me and her and, and a lot of other people our cheekbones tend to be very similar um i've noticed that our face kind of has the same uh shape around um a lot of the eyes yeah some there there are groups of like five or six people that they look more like each other than everybody else. And there's another group that kind of looks similar and huh. it's very interesting and everybody yeah. kind of shares different amounts of DNA with each other. Like I, I have the most amount of DNA with one person, but then some other person has the least amount with them. And mm -hmm. right. You know, mm -hmm. As you started to make these discoveries, are you sharing the updates with your mom? Yeah. Yeah. Every time there's a new, new sibling or siblings, yeah, I tell her, no, she always wants to know where and stuff. Yeah. So, so she's interested yeah. in it now too. Yeah. Awesome. How, what does she think about you forming relationships with your siblings? Uh, at first, you know, in the beginning, she wasn't very keen on it at all. Um, Cause I told her that I found Kate and she only lived an hour from me. And my mom said, well, you better not message her. And I said, well, I already did. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
but now, now, you know, she's met Kate actually now and she's met Kate's brother. Um, she's met my, uh, nephews and my niece, um, actually on my 30th birthday last year, that's when that happened. So that was, that was the great, greatest gift I could have gotten for that is to have all of them meeting together. That was, that was a great experience. That's very cool. Yeah. I, I can identify uh, with that a little in that it was so surreal to me after we moved here. And of course, I, one of the reasons we moved here is because I have a half brother and a half sister here and they're from my father's side. And it was so interesting when my mother's daughter, my half sister on that side came to visit and to have my dad's son and my mother's daughter and the same, it was, it was surreal because obviously they're not related except through me. And, uh, it was a, it was an emotional uh, moment, I think, but I love the picture that I have with the two of them. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a picture too. Yep. That's definitely a great moment. Mm hmm have you sort of been able to break down like how many of your siblings did they knew the situation and how many were it was a secret uh, most people i know kind of their background stories i know a lot of stuff about a lot of people um some i don't uh i'd say that maybe 25 percent knew about it um there were there were a few that were told like everything um Kate actually was the first person um, to meet a half-sibling. She was 13. They met in Pittsburgh, um, and they started the group together. Um, so they also have a, a story of their own. Um, and then there's uh, one, my buddy, uh, he was raised by a single mother, so he knew his whole life. Um, and then a couple of people just were told and it wasn't a big deal. And then they took the DNA test and were happy to find all this. Others just took it for fun. And all of a sudden, all these siblings, you know, there, there are some people that um, have told me that this is a bunch of BS and they're, they gave their father their kidney. So they're related and just people in denial about it. And, you know, it's not my place to try and argue with them about it. I gave them the information that I gave them and they can do with it as they please. In my opinion, I, I don't understand why someone wouldn't want to be a part of this or at least know the people, but you know, everyone's different. Yeah, sure. Of course. So it's, there are pretty good chances then that there are some um, people out there that don't know the situation and haven't taken a DNA test yet because they wouldn't even think to do that because they (laughs) they don't know the secret for sure um i mean i know that there are people i see it all the time on facebook people saying don't take a dna test the government wants you you know so i'm sure there's sure there's people that will never take a dna test for that reason or whatever their reason may be and so i don't think we'll ever know all of them yeah Mm -hmm. have there been attempts to do like a big reunion there was. Um, unfortunately, those attempts were started at the beginning of 2020. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So COVID kind of canceled that and any future stuff. We tried to do other things, and it's just the way things are right now. It's, right. We don't know. Right. And then especially with 
how how many have increased since then we've gotten at least like probably 25 new people since we started planning that so wow wow but we've had a few little mini meetups uh five or six people weddings you know stuff like that and those were That's fun so cool yeah <clears throat> have you guys done like a, a zoom where there's you know 40 50 of you on at the same time <laughs> we've done a zoom i think the max uh was eight people Oh. Yeah, and we played Cards so Against Humanity and, and stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. That's cool. <laughs> that's good. That's a bonding experience on its own. Absolutely, I, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I think you start, yeah, do you, have you found that you've got some similar senses of humor? Because, I mean, I think it definitely, you know, <laughs> that game can go in a lot of different directions. I feel like a lot of us have a similar sense of humor. I mean, I know that, yeah. that several do based on my conversations. And I feel like there's a lot that also do, but they try and maintain their professional uh, lifestyle. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get it. I get yep. it, yeah. <laughs> this is just, wow. Like, it's just really hard to even, like, conceive the the idea of, of having, you know, 70-plus siblings. You know, it's it's got to be just, like, bizarre every single day for you. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, to at this point, it's just something that's that is. It's normal yep. to me now. You know, I, I actually, you know, if there's somebody I'm talking to about it that doesn't know, I'll purposely just like give as little information as possible. Like, oh yeah, I've got 71 siblings or something, and then, yeah. <laughs> then yeah. yeah, then leak information slowly. It's it's kind of fun to tell the story in chunks. Um, sure. But yeah, um, it's. It's weird every day, but at the same time, it's normal. Right, yeah. right. Where are your travels going to take you uh, in June? Uh, so I live in Ohio. Um, I'm going down through Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, down to Florida. Uh, my mom's actually moving there with her husband. Um, uh, so I'm helping her with that. I'm seeing a couple people on the way down and then seeing a couple people that live in Florida down there. Um, going back up by way of the East coast through the Carolinas and, and, uh, West Virginia. And yeah, I'm going to meet up to seven siblings and then up to like six of my friends just from various, yeah. whatever. Cool. So that sounds like a fun adventure. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you doing it by yourself? Yep. Just wow. me. Okay. I've got plans for my dog and two cats and I'm just going at it by myself. I think awesome. that's wise. I think it's it's probably just freeing, right, to know that you can just kind of do it yes, um, your absolutely. own way. You know, yeah, that's so cool. Well, you'll definitely have to um, let us know how that goes. I mean, it's just, your your story is uh, you know is continually changing. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. I think when I first reached out to you, um, you'd posted in a Facebook group about um, a sixty ninth sibling. And yeah. there it is, you know, there's two more and it hasn't been that long since I reached out to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's ever changing. There's always something somebody will say that it's just like, wow. Um, like there's there's triplets that live in New Jersey that not many people know about. Um, and we don't even know who they are because they're very mm. private. Um, mm. Somebody told wow. me that. Um, actually, there's a. Uh, five of us that on our beards there's this spot like right here it like twists and swirls around 
it's not really noticeable by look, but, but when you feel it, you can, yeah. And we just kind of discovered that a couple weeks ago, actually. That's amazing. <laughs> Hi, it's Kendall. I just wanted to pause here for a moment to ask a quick favor. If you're able to safely look at your phone, not while driving, we would love it if you will subscribe to the podcast and if you'll give us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. Okay, back to the episode. You know, after having been somebody who, you know, had no biological family until I was 47, you know, finding those weird similarities are amazing to me. I just, absolutely when, when people look at a photo of me with any of my siblings and say, oh, I can see the resemblance, I almost cry just because it's so cool to finally look like somebody, you know? Yeah. I definitely look like my mom. There's no mistake in that. Um, but then my dad, um, I didn't look anything like him. Uh, the, people tried to say that I did, but I, I never did. <laughs> and he was he was also 55 when I was born. Um, so once I became the age of, of realizing that that's something that's uh, rare, there was always just something in the back of my head about it. Didn't really ever think about it, but it was just something there. Well, we really appreciate you opening up about your story. It's when, when I saw that post, I was like, "Wow, this is this is great." We, you know, got got to get Ryan on as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What I appreciate so much about your story is that you are really open. It seems to be connecting with these people. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing. I I can can imagine a lot of people who aren't in that position, and I respect your approach a lot thanks i i have become a lot more open um in my life uh in the past seven years i used to be addicted to heroin had a lot of uh, a lot of other issues besides that um and i got clean in 2015 and just kind of everything since then kind of been going into place as well as it should be awesome mm -hmm. awesome that's great i appreciate your mentioning that too yeah i mean that's that's people need to hear that, you know, right. right. Yeah. And I got through it and other people can too. Right. Absolutely. And that's, that's one reason I didn't, I'm glad that I met them all at this time. I wouldn't mm -hmm. want them to have seen me on that. And people say that they can't even imagine me doing that. Right. Yeah. Either yeah. now. So I, I like to just connect with everyone. And, and there are a lot of people that have similar stuff in their past. We connect about that connect about interests, whatever we can. And mm -hmm. I just love all of it. Yeah. Very Good. cool. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think your siblings are lucky to have you. Thank you so much for listening to family twist. We feature original music by cosmic afterthoughts and family twist is presented by Savoir Faire marketing communications. Check out our website at familytwistpodcast.com for blog posts and all of our episodes.